After most bodybuilding shows, I would rebound. Rebounding is pretty much when you complete a dieting phase and you pretty much over time gain back the weight pretty rapidly post diet. And this can happen for a, nu a number of reasons, whether you're bodybuilding or not. Um, and let's be real, if you're doing any type of cut and your goal is to build muscle, you are doing some level of physique building, but just more on like a lifestyle level, right? But, you know, I was doing obviously at the competitive level. Um, and so, you know, you're getting very lean, you're getting stage lean, right? It's not sustainable. It's not supposed to be sustainable. And, you know, like it's like one of the... Uh, kind of just things that I would do when I was like super deep into my cut is like I would just like have like a Pinterest board. I still have like a foodie Pinterest board, but I'm a foodie, y'all. So, you know, prep was just like, you know, I had to do what I needed to do, but your girl's a foodie. Like I had, I literally had a board of all the foods that I couldn't wait to eat once my diet was complete. And that's a big mistake that a lot of competitors make, including me and a lot of people who are exiting a dieting phase, right? Um, or maybe it's not even like a full dieting phase. You just like live in a diet and you don't really know how to live, you know, for just healthy maintenance. Like you, you only know like what you know if it's at this point, right? Like the general things. And so going back to that, I would rebound. And so it would be pretty bad, like 20 pounds in a month. I remember I stepped on the scale and I was like, what the fuck did I do to myself? Like, what the fuck did I do? Like, I was like in one month and obviously it's not all body fat, but that is very rapid, right? And of course, you know, a lot of it is water. A lot of it is glycogen, but you can imagine the inflammation. I remember, you know, my skin would be swollen um, just from like the overindulgence of carbohydrates and hyperpalatable foods. I just couldn't get my hunger hormones under control. Um, and so that's why it's so important to have such a strong exit strategy post diet um and that you are you know not living in a diet and you know how to live and i didn't know how to do that but again i was competing so that's another story if you know you know um and it's honestly not really talked about a lot in the like i mean at least you know back then like i always shared about like my binge eating and i would like i'll be bloated as fuck every day and it was just this toxic cycle of like eating 12 Nutella sandwiches at night, back to back, sneaking to the kitchen. You know what I mean? Like my mom's probably wondering like, why does she keep going in the kitchen? You know what I mean? Like I just could not, like I just was overindulging like a motherfucker, right? And y'all have to understand as well that like half of this is psychological and is becoming a habit. And the other half of it is like, you know, it's neuro, it's, it's biological, right? It's like the hunger hormones, ghrelin and leptin being, you know, a little bit out of balance from just hardcore dieting. You know what I mean? Um, this can also be just like, you know, cortisol levels and the dopamine rush that you get from overindulging. And then it's just like spiking your blood sugar the next day. And so then what happens? You restrict, you try to fast, which only fucks with your blood sugar more. And then boom, it happens all again at night. And then you do cardio again for an hour and you're like, oh, look, like I did, you know, 600 calories, which by the way, no, you didn't. <laughs> the treadmills actually like they overestimate the calories by so much. Um, and our bodies, the more that you do cardio, that we do cardio over time, the more that our body adapts to it. So you just see more and more and more and more and more. Uh, but over time, like you guys can see how like years of that can downregulate your metabolic rate. Um, staying on track here, you know, I 
had gained a lot of weight pretty fast post-show and I knew it and I knew that other people knew it and I felt very embarrassed. I felt very ashamed. I felt very vulnerable because I knew that people's initial thoughts were like, oh, what happened? Like, damn, like, did you just compete like fucking three weeks ago? Like, what about, like, and I get it. I get it. Like, it's going to be a natural, like, damn. But it also like the fact that I knew that people were thinking like what happened and it's nothing crazy. But again, guys, like I was treating my body like a dumpster, you know, and that is the effect of, you know, very extreme dieting. So I'm sharing with you guys my story and how I turned that around and dealt with the poor body image that came with that and the poor health. And I really focused on, cause all I wanted to do was cut. That's all I wanted to do. So we'll get into that in a second. So I just, you know, like I just did not feel good. And uh, I remember just like kind of being a little obsessive with the way that I looked in my body. And if you guys, you know, have been there and I know a lot of women and even men, like it's honestly pretty common. Um, it's just not really talked about a lot, but I just like would put up, you know, my, my video camera and see how I looked from all different angles because I knew that I had put on, you know, um, a little bit excess body fat. And I don't even have like a lot of pictures because I didn't want pictures. I just didn't, I felt embarrassed. You know what I mean? And like, um, I kind of got into this avoidant state. Um, and I did, I did, uh, I documented my entire vlog series. So I have a lot of like history with just binge eating in general. Um, and so it's the binge eating that creates the rebounding and there's a difference between binge eating and overeating guys. Like I think definitely, and even I've made this mistake in the past of, you know, there's overeating and to the point of like, oh my God, like I definitely like ate in a surplus or like I, you know, overindulged. And then there is binge eating, which is literally like to the point of sickness and overswelling. And it is usually followed by extreme restriction. And it's kind of the cycle um, it's kind of like you black in my experience, like you black out a little bit, like you're literally eating one meal while you're making one meal. You're thinking about your next meal as you're making your next meal. You're like trying to think about what else you can have. And so it's like, oh, yeah, you got to, you know, have a definitely just solid. And, you know, like me and my coach at the time, we definitely did have like a, a solid exit strategy. I just think it's like, you know, just psychological aspect of like, oh, the, the, the hard part is done. The cut is done. I did the show, you know, like what's wrong with one cupcake. One cupcake turns into two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, motherfucker, 12. And to the point of like, ten, like to that level is just like, obviously, you know, just from being so lean, you know, which is why having body fat is fucking important. That's probably my body's subconscious way of like putting on body fat because I needed it. And granted, my body did, you know, the swelling did go down and I did start to like learn to really fall in love with, you know, my body in that phase, but it wasn't like an easy process. And so it really challenged me because I had went from like shredded as fuck to like, inflamed as fuck in such a short period of time and it overwhelmed me mentally you know I wanted to get quote unquote control of it and I think a lot of times people may think and you guys may not think this but 
like coaches oh you're a coach like you're a coach so like that wouldn't happen to you no it happens to everybody right and so even i had a coach and i was a coach at the time and i still struggled with post-show rebound and it definitely got a little bit better and better and better over time but it's just something that i just was like kind of like used to doing and so um you know over time i feel like as you do more healthier, you know, sustainable strategized calorie deficits with solid exit strategies, you know, that can really set you up for success. And a lot of times we just don't have that. And it creates this either slow and steady weight regain. And again, like all weight gain is not made the same, right? Like, you know, we can have weight gain that we want and like looks good on our body. Right. And then we have like no inflammation, water retention, swelling, you know, poor gut health from my, you know, what I'm overindulging in. And like, y'all know me, I'm all about flexibility. I'm all about food freedom. Like I went through that, right? Like I recovered from, you know, just binge eating and the, the cycle, the toxic cycles of overeating. Well, mine was binge eating, but binge eating and restricting, um, to now having and built and just understanding how to hold my body through that. Um, and how to properly strategize and get the support where I need. Um, I'm kind of going on a tangent here, but essentially guys, I was pretty challenged with just that scenario in general. And so I remember I was in my bathroom and I was looking at myself in the mirror and I remember I was like slouching and like just sitting in like really unflattering positions. Isn't that weird? Like, like, why do we do that? Like when we're, when we don't feel great about our bodies. Right. And I do think a lot of this has to do with the way that you feel inside as well, like with your internal health. Cause I know for a fact, if I, my gut is fucked, like I feel like shit, I have no energy. Like I keep, you know, I'm in this cycle. I'm not going to feel good. Right. So anyway, like I was sitting in these unplotting positions and I was just like, I'm doing two hours of cardio tomorrow and I'm, I'm not going to eat until 2 PM and I'm going to, you know, fast and I'm going to, you know, only eat protein and vegetables. And I'm going to do that just for like five to seven days. And you know, that'll just help me get like this excess weight off. And then I'll be able to maintain girl. Like again, this is past versions of Lexi who struggled with disordered eating coming through, even though I am a, a, a coach, right? A well-knowledgeable coach, right? It's like these versions, of, I, I still to this day, it's crazy. Like I'll still have these different versions of myself come through. And maybe that happens for you as well, where you've grown so much, but you still have these like kind of past versions of you that come up and kind of want to take control. And it's just in those moments where we work with that part of ourselves that's a little bit scared and a little bit triggered, right? Instead of like avoiding it, right? It's like, no, like how can we deal with it? So I remember just looking at myself in the mirror and feeling like, you know, sitting in all these like uncomfortable positions. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was just kind of just so mad at myself for like just doing this to myself. And it was in the moment where I felt like, like I had, I just immediately just started to apologize to my body. I just went from like, I'm going to do this and this and that. And like, kind of like going from this place of self punishment and like, no, like this is what we're going to do. Like, Ooh, 
my body is scared as fuck right now. Like that's not going to help. Like she, you know what I mean? And so it's like, when I actually apologize to my body, yes, like I'm creating this external relationship with me, myself, and like my body as like a separate entity. It's just like my body, you know, really having really the best way I can explain it is like I just looked at myself in the mirror and it's what we would call mirror work right this is just when you're looking at your you're looking at yourself in the mirror it's very powerful and it can also reveal a lot about like your subconscious beliefs and like you don't have to be scared of these parts of you like that's such a big thing it's just like we can sometimes like even in our spiritual journeys just be like so like positive like all the time like no like you know you know, got to keep my vibe high or like, you know, don't talk about like, I don't want to feel bad. Like, I don't want to look at these things because they make me feel bad about myself. It's like, no, look, that is the part of us that we need to look at the most. When we learn to lean into the dark parts of ourselves and like, be like, why the fuck can I look at myself in the eyes? Like, why can't I look into my own eyes? What am I afraid of seeing and working with those parts of you? And I could do a whole podcast episode around shadow work. And this is just really like a psychoanalytical practice that you can do with yourself. Um, But I definitely would love to get into shadow work because me especially, like my Pisces ass, like I definitely have had the history of just like, no, like things, you know, need to feel good. Or if they don't feel good, then that's bad, right? And it's like, no, like when these things come up, it's to signal to you what can be healed. And it's an opportunity to look at things with a different perspective that can actually bring you more inner peace. And so this was what started to bring me inner peace was looking at, looking at my eyes, looking into my own eyes in the mirror and really just looking beyond the skin suit, right? Like the skin suit that is my body and not avoiding it, not ignoring it. And just, I just started to wrap my, this is all happened, was just happening like intuitively. Like I just started to like wrap my hands around my arms. Wait, what? Like my arms around my body. Like I was hugging myself. Um, and I just started to hug myself and like rub my body. And I was just doing this intuitively, like just hugging myself. And I just started to be like, I'm so sorry to my body, like to myself, like to my body, to where I was just dropping the ball and maybe not asking for help and like hiding my disordered eating habits and not telling my coach that I was struggling with binge eating. So then he didn't know like to make the proper adjustments. And so I kept struggling on the back end and trying to take control on the back end by like literally doing my own fucking thing. And it's like, no, like you have a coach for a reason, right? And I trusted my coach. He was amazing. And so shout out Team Fit Destiny. Um, but you know, I, I just started to just honestly just have a lot of unconditional love for myself. And I just apologized to my body because it wasn't my body's fault. It wasn't my body's fault that I was eating 12 Nutella fucking sandwiches. And it wasn't my fault. It doesn't make me bad or wrong. It's that, you know, this is what it is. And now this is what it is. And so now, you know, my body, like, you know, my, the, my, my hunger hormones, you know, being off offset a little bit, you know, lack of communication, true, you know, 
having more of like a fawn nervous system response, like with coaches, you know what I mean? Just kind of like, yeah, you know, everything's good. Everything's good. It's like, no, like you're fucking binge eating. Right. And my coach did know, but I don't think to the extent that like, you know, like he definitely was seeing the data and was confused as fuck. And like, I was a lot younger too. So, um, I was just like scared, (laughs) but there was nothing to be scared about. Again, all my own fucking things. And so anyway, guys, going back to like how I, you know, work to like heal my body image. Okay. There's so much power in being able to be a little bit delusional. Okay. And so I literally, after I started to give myself unconditional love and just like, I just was kind of comforting myself instead of sitting in these uncomfortable fucking positions and making myself look worse because I was obsessed with like just the added body fat that an inflammation that I had put onto my body and just kind of like being really nitpicky with myself. Um, and I don't really understand the psychology behind that, but I'm sure it had to just do with like, you know, when you have like a, something that's just like bothering you, it's like you, I don't know, um, focus on it more, but I just, I started to actually like work with it, you know, like with my bloated belly and everything, like I just started to work with it in the mirror. You know, I just started to like, actually like, you know, uh, puff up my chest and, you know, slightly tilt up my chin and actually like gently place my hands on my hips and like actually work with my body. I mean, if you look at, um, art from like, you know, I don't fucking know the eras, the Renaissance, the Victorian, I don't motherfucking know, but like, y'all know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Like their bodies were, you know, curvy and, you know, they had little bellies and like, it's like, that was desirable and it's still desirable, but y'all know like with social media these days, you know, and there's nothing inherently wrong with that. Like we have to, it's our responsibility to use discernment online and to really like unfollow those who like might be great, but just like, don't like they, they don't really give you any value and really follow women that are really inspiring and realistic. Right. And I try to, you know, do my best to really share with that with you guys as well. Um, and so it's really like, um, perspective and that might sound really fucking annoying to some people and that's okay. Um, because everybody has their own things and their own history and their own demons and your own, like there's spectrums to this shit. You know what I mean? Um, but one thing that I knew for sure was that a cut wasn't as much as I wanted to just cut and like lose the body fat, like get myself to a more comfortable place. It as a coach, like as my nervous system got more regulated and I started to be a little bit more logical, I'm like, that is going to just create more. That's going to have a gasoline on the fire. You know, like if I was a client coming to me and I had rebounded post show or post diet and, you know, I just really wanted to jump into a cut. That's not what the steps that I would take. And, you know, I would keep it real with them and I would be like, hey, like we can absolutely reduce inflammation. We can absolutely improve your gut health. We can absolutely start working to reduce stressors that are making you constipated. Right. Um, (laughs) You know, little things like that. Break freely. Little things like that. Um, we can absolutely experience that internal health, like improved markers there, um, and set you up for like a healthy fat loss phase in the future when you do want to cut. And so the cut's not going anywhere, 
But right now we need to really regulate things and we need to really make sure that we're creating a solid foundation, not just metabolically, not just mentally, um, but also physically, right? And uh, psychologically. Well, I guess I just I did just say mentally, but y'all get the idea. <laughs> um, and so it I didn't that didn't mean that I didn't have my uncomfortable moments. You know what I mean? Like because of this, I was still eating at maintenance. And so, you know, um, I had extra body fat on me that I, you know, which just wasn't really accustomed to. And I had allowed my body to just settle out. And, um, I, you know, we all have like our own levels of comfort within like how we feel in our body. And I feel like for me, it had surpassed that. Um, and so when I was eating, right, like I would feel a little bit bloated and I just would have moments, of course, where I definitely felt like, oh my God, like I just want to cut. I just want to, you know, just cut right now. <laughs> like, but again, I regulate myself and I would zoom out to the bigger picture. And I know that the cut's not going anywhere. I'm still going to be able to do that. But for right now, we need to still focus on regulating my hunger cues, regulating my appetite, regulating my digestion and, you know, really regulating my blood sugar levels, like all these little things, um, being consistent. And so I really, it really gave me the opportunity despite the uncomfortable moments. Sometimes it really gave me the opportunity to, really learn how to truly have unconditional love for my body in all the phases and understand that my body didn't just like, oh my God. Um, and I'm talking about internal health here. I want I really want to focus on internal health because at the end of the day, like I'm sure that, that the body fat percentage I was at, I still, you know, felt pretty confident sometimes because of the muscle that I had. So the muscle created really great shape, but it was the internal health effects as well of just like the trying to like restrict and the, because I, I, you know, was kind of just, again, like those past versions of yourself are coming through and just like wanting to take control, boom, it backfires. And you're kind of stuck in that cycle, right. Until you regulate itself out like over time. And so for me, it was like, this is what my body needs. I, I, I owe my body that like, that would be so fucking fake to just apologize to my body and be like, Oh my God, body. I'm so sorry that I did this to us. And like, it's, it's, I, you don't deserve punishment. And you know, the way that you're just like, thank you so much for all that you do for me beyond the way that I look or, you know, what, whatever society has, you know, put on me to believe that is desirable or worthy or whatever. And, but we gonna cut, we gonna cut tomorrow and we gonna do some cardio tomorrow. We gonna eat clean. Like that would be such bullshit. So it's like, no, like you have to honor your word and it's like, okay, well, you know, we gonna do this shit. So I'm very proud of myself though, for, you know, uh, holding myself through that, really focusing on, and again, I have this like all documented on my YouTube channel, my skin also kind of like played a role in that as well. And honestly, like I'm still on like a gut health journey. Um, and it really just goes back to like, I just, I'm, I'm a foodie and like, I just like to have, like, I just, 
I just want to have some fucking things that I want to have sometimes, especially if it fits my macros. And even sometimes those like a little in little amounts, I it will affect my gut. And so it's like, damn, you know, so it's a journey and it's always going to be a journey. But fast forward now to today, like really just looking back, I'm really proud of myself. And if you are somebody who's in that position where you are prolonging or are in the position where you know that the right step is probably and if you guys need more help, you can always DM me and we can hop on a 10, 15 minute call to chat a little bit more and see, you know, what would be the best next steps for you and like where you're at. Um, but most important thing is just like, if you're in that position where you're prolonging, like it's kind of like for the greater good type situation. And you're really in this area of life where you're being challenged to really lean into learning how to love your body in all its phases and learning how to love your body for all that she does for you um versus just for like what it what she what you look like right well what it looks like whatever the fuck you know whatever resonates with you and peeling back like the conditions that are placed upon us especially as women on like what is desirable and you can absolutely work on yourself. I'm, I'm a fucking lifestyle habit and physique building coach for women. And so a lot of the women that I work with, they want to build a healthy lifestyle. They want to heal their relationship with food. They want to understand their macros and, you know, what it looks like not to diet, but they also want to lose body fat and build muscle and create like the fit curve physique, like for themselves and healthiest version of themselves. And so a little bit of that is like physique building, right? Um, but it never has to go to extremes. It really doesn't. And if you really want to do something about it, it's going to take a long-term vision and a big picture mindset. Um, and it's really just kind of like panicking because you're uncomfortable where you're at, which again, I, I understand, I get it, but look at even the track history of that, right? Like the more drastic, aggressive, and hard you go at it for short periods of time, um, it, nine times out of 10 results in a slow and steady regain over time, um, or just a total rebound and, or you just plateau and you don't really get to like your goal, 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 but you lost the weight, you know, you lost a lot of muscle maybe. And like, you know, now you're plateaued and like, you're just so afraid to like eat at maintenance or like eat enough, you know, calories for your body. So then you end up overeating right? These are all like different ways that it can show up. And, you know, um, it really just gives you the opportunity to see beyond that, right? Beyond the skin. And you can absolutely still work on yourself, but this is the first step. This is the first step. And honestly, guys, like when I coach women through this, like it honestly just benefits you so much more mentally. Like, yeah, you're, you might have, you know, you're still going to recomp, you know, some, you know, you might recomp, you might, you know, uh, just have to deal with a little bit of weight regain that has to happen hormonally or metabolically, depending on where you're at. And, you know, everybody's at a different place in their journey. Um, and if you need a reverse diet or maintenance phase, right. Ideally, if you are like lifting though, and like getting in your steps, like, you know, you can create that body recomposition and that's like usually the goal but you know depending on where you're at if you're chronically under eating or if you're used to like restrictive dieting and a lot of cardio um you know that can definitely create like that uh just fear of like oh my god you know um i'm kind of losing my train of thought here but 
one thing that I really knew found to be true for me throughout the process of healing my body image was that I created such a deeper intimacy with my body. I had more respect for my body and it just created a deeper intimacy where it's like, I feel like a lot of the times when we're really disconnected from ourselves or we have a lot of wounds that haven't been really healed or looked at um, with our body image and, you know, maybe the conditionings that were placed upon us from our family or friends or just even fucking random people. That shit's weird. People who comment on your body in a way are fucking weirdos, dog. Like weirdos. Like I, I just think it's weird. Like if anybody ever comments on your body or weight, just say to their face, that's like very weird. Like that's strange. Did you're, you know, like, just don't do that. It's, it's weird. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I said some funny shit in my head, but I'm not going to say it. Um, <laughs> I might get reported. No, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, guys. So, you know, it really gives you the opportunity to just get curious around that. And eventually you will get to the place where you can pull the trigger on a cut and metabolically and mentally you're in that healthy place and your gut health is healed and your hormones are healed. And you're of course, you'll of course like reduce inflammation, like all of those things. But, um, for the greater good of your body, sometimes you have to shift your focus on the little things that a lot of us overlook. Um, And then incrementally over time, you create just this deeper intimacy with your body and a deeper respect and a deeper like, yeah, intimacy is the best word I can explain it. And you really can heal and get to where you want to be physically, aesthetically as well uh, in the long term. So uh, that's pretty much it, guys. I have 30 seconds left. I had to actually re-record this podcast episode because the other one didn't have sound. But if this resonated with you or helped you in any way, if you got a laugh, uh, it would help me so much to share it and let me know. I love hearing from you guys. Um, it honestly just motivates me even more um, or even leave a review or rating. Um, but thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this. And, you know, if you apply anything, uh, I have four seconds left, so actually I can't say anything. So bye. <laughs>